0: Welcome to Story Comic Presents, where we interview amazing storytellers and artists. This is episode 249. I'm your host, Barney Smith of storycomic.com, and we're honored to have with us the inspiring and acclaimed author of Cracked, My Life After a Skull Fracture, Jim Barry. How you doing?
1: Oh, very good, name.
0: Pretty good, pretty good. We're here to talk about your the book that you just recently published called Cracked. This is about your your journey that you experienced a, a, a brain injury back in two thousand twelve. Correct. Correct. Talk to us a little bit about the book. It's been getting great reviews. You've had a lot of good reviews about it and how it's there's this level of just like inspiration and also just like ingenuity and fortitude seems to be the larger aspects of how the, the, the book goes along. And it's, and it's a really good memoir. We've seen a lot of people that also that have experienced traumatic brain injuries seem to really appreciate your story and are also inspired a bit by it as well. But do you want to first kind of talk about, we can talk about the book and the story behind it, but at what point during the process you, did you decide that you actually wanted to write a book about your experience?
1: I, I started like in 2015 mm. and taking some notes with the thought of eventually writing something. And then I, well, I wrote the first version uh, a couple of years later. And then I revised it and added to it since then. And, and so, how did you decide
0: once you actually kind of put the draft together? How did you find
1: Rootstock Publishing? A friend like Dustin, I started working with a writing coach. And so, I had a writing coach in Woodstock, Vermont. Okay. Um, and she um, asked me to Rootstock. She heard some wow. good things about it. No, I thought, oh, I'll, I'll give them a shot. Great. Right. And,
0: and so, how did that process work? So, you actually reached out to them. Did they do like any like editing work for you? And did, did they help um, you design the cover and all that
1: stuff as well? Some, yeah. You know, I worked with a writing coach for like about a year. And then, um, and she had some really, really good suggestions. And then I, once I submitted to Rusan, then they had a few more things suggestions and they found like the cover photo and stuff. And so talk to us a bit about uh, now about the book.
0: Now it's, it's a memoir, it kind of talks about ex- your experience of your traumatic brain injury, but. Yeah. Um, so how so how is the book split up? It's my understanding that it's kind of split up into two parts. like the first part is about your um uh, the actual injury and the rehab, and then the yeah. other part is about your yeah life after.
1: yeah the book I love my life. I love' going on in like the first eighteen months. And so that's the first part. Um, and that's mostly chronological. And then the second part, since that time, things like that evolved much more slowly. And so, and they were all kind of match together in time. I mostly up my topic in the second part once we get past the first 18 months.
0: And, and so how did that so how did that process go for you? Like how, what, what were some of the, so, you know, after the initial injury and then the rehabilitation process um, how, how long did it take? Because, you know, getting a traumatic brain injury, the quicker you go into rehabilitation, the more successful one would get.
1: Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Putting it all down on paper, the first time was Skype kind of Emotional hmm. and Unisex. Um, it's kind of therapeutic, yourself right. in that um, you have to rewind and rewind and rewind. And by the time you're done, it doesn't bother you so much um, because you're kind of used to the details. Mm, right yeah
0: and and so because before you were an engineer before and you know you used to you wrote a lot but most like technical manuals and engineering pieces correct
1: um, yeah yeah I wrote a lot of reports in and stuff like that and so I was, Really familiar with the writing process from mm. that standpoint, less so from like a narrative point of view. Right.
0: Okay. And, and so, how, how was it different the, when, you, when you're actually writing as a memoir? What kind of skills did you have in your, in your previous career of, of writing technical manuals and stuff? Did um, any of those skill sets help you
1: in writing a memoir? Probably the the main thing that helped me, well, I wore a lot of hats. Mm. And one of the hats I wore when I was working, I was in charge of marketing for the company. And okay. so I wrote a lot of marketing pieces. Right. And so that was probably the most similar to what I, I did here.
0: And so because of that, as you mentioned, writing a memoir, how... How hard was it to say, all right, I want to write something that I want to say, or do you say, I I want to write something that people might want to read? Are those two things different, or are those two things the same for you?
1: I think they're pretty similar for me. There were a few cases where my writing coach had some good suggestions. Okay. How to make it more engaging.
0: W- with that said, did you have to, when he made you so – gave you some ideas, your writing coach gave you some ideas, did they tell you to either like make it more dramatic or make it a bit more readable no. or did you feel like you had to keep everything real in that sense? I, the, the biggest
1: I suggested was I started the first couple of chapters right. with a quote which kind of helped set the stage for the chapter and they said she said, Why did you do that everywhere? Mm, right. And so I did that. And that really helped.
0: So as you put the book as you put the book together, did this kind of give you some as you said, it was really good it was really good therapy at the beginning, um, writing it. Now, how much of this is also seems to be a bit of advocacy? Is it you also see this as more of like also some advocacy pieces to really educate people on, on, on what a traumatic brain injury um, is as well?
1: Yeah, somewhat. The reason I wrote it was mostly because when something like that, that happens to you, mm. um, you're all by yourself. And you don't really know other people that have gone through something similar. And you know, it's very useful to read. About the experience.
0: So with that, there's also what you see is also, as we mentioned, the advocacy piece. But is there also like an educational piece? Because I know in the second half of the book, you kind of talk about some benefits of some like mobility aids and some other like uh, some other um, equipment pieces. Did you see that as did you see that as being an important part of
1: kind of pushing the story along? Of course, I had no experience with any of this until... Um, I got hurt, and so I tried to lay out a few things that I have learned mm. going through this process. I know everyone is really different, Well, there are some common things that everyone will have to go through.
0: And 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 what are some of those? And what are some of those points that you that you noticed that you learned?
1: Things like, well, a friend asked me recently about wheelchair questions because I didn't really know anything about them when I said down. Mm-hmm. And one of the problems I had initially was I tended to slide out all the time. And I I depended on the seatbelt to keep me in the, the wheelchair. Mm. I bought another wheelchair for you outdoors and it had different kind of cushion, it want a lot better. And like, oh <laughs> um so yeah, I learned that the the cover and the cushion makes big difference. Right. I'm sure the shape of the cushion makes a big difference to some to some people. For me, it was a slippery one, and,
0: and so are and there are some of those stories that people will be able to look at and read in, inside your book as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's there's, there's some description of that in the book. You talk about um, how I got cycling again, and and that thing and stuff. And so those are all things that I I hope I useful to someone. So as
0: you said, like, who is who would you say for the, that this memoir, who would be the really good target audience? Would it be people that want to learn more about uh, brain injury survivors or would it be somebody that um, maybe general audience? So who would you see that would be the, uh, the, the target audience for your memoir?
1: Well, all of us have challenges in life they're all a little different but the important part is to keep struggling forward mm. and so that, that's that's a message that everyone can take
0: so talk to us a little bit about just like your your writing process so as you said you wrote this three years after your brain injury you wrote this then you kind of rewrote it again a couple of years after that uh did you see? Th- did the first draft, did the second draft change dr- dramatically from the first draft? Not really.
1: There were a few changes, but mostly they're pretty minor. Most of what I, I wrote, at least about the first 18 months, didn't change too much. Some of the other stuff didn't evolve or over time and did you see also did did your
0: some of your experiences because as we said, it was two years after did you add
1: anything else into the, oh, the yeah. second half of the book? Yeah, for example, we had the pandemic right that was a video um, yeah um, I don't read so well. So, if I caught COVID, it would be good. Right. Um, Right. So, um, well, beyond that, um, there there were some trips my wife and I talked to, like, with the people and stuff like that. And that informed um, Some of the later
0: that's
1: in the wrong mm. right
0: and and so how did so to talk to us also about like your writing your writing process in the sense of when you actually sat down and decided to work on the second draft was it something along the lines where you would just work diligently all day or did you work on like a few pages a day or how did um, how does your writing process work
1: yeah well, I'm a morning person Okay. Now. Typically, i work for a couple of hours after breakfast. Well, I can't type anymore. I just use one finger now. Wow, okay. And so, and it goes a little slow, but not too bad. Most of the time, you spend thinking, not, not typing. It might take me a month or two to get through. Uh, a draft,
0: and and so once that draft goes, you have did you have people that were proofread it, like your wife or anybody proofread it before you sent it out to some editors well, as well?
1: Um, my wife read a draft mostly back in the old days. I used to proof a lot of things, right? That's how, and um, now, yeah, that's very good. Between the spell checker and the grammar checker in the software and then of course my coach and then root There weren't too many, but there were some that wasn't the best.
0: Because of the success of your book so far and getting a lot of good lot of good reviews on it, have you um, have you looked at trying to make an updated version or maybe a, a, a second book to it as well?
1: No, not in terms of a, like a memoir. I do a lot of fiction writing. Okay, but so far that's that for me because okay. I like that. Maybe someday go somewhere, maybe done. Right. Well,
0: that's good. So that that's interesting. So, what kind of what kind of fiction do you? What kind of fiction books do you like um, to read or write?
1: Kind of mystery. It's, it's kind of contemporary, um, or at least what I think of as contemporary, um, the world as I knew it when I get hurt, because things have changed since then. We'll see. Yeah,
0: that's exciting. So this is good, Jim. So uh, So for those that are interested in, in learning more about your book, where's the best place could, where's the best place they could go?
1: Well, if you go, well, you can go directly to Rootstock and they have a nice web page. Well, it's also available everywhere else. Let's see. And on my website, there. there's um link Directly to Run into Mnam.
0: Yep, and you can order it. And like I say, you can uh and we've we've gotten a lot of great advanced praise on it. It just came out um January 31st, 2023. Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. You get you should be able to come back on when you get your uh, your mystery book written and come back on and talk about that too.
1: Oh yeah, I hope so.
0: So yeah, so for those that are interested in, 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 in the book, it's a really good book for those that really want to learn more about um, it, uh, surviving a traumatic brain injury and learning about the rehabilitation and also just really reading a good, uh, an inspirational story. Definitely okay. check out Cracked, My Life After Skull Fracture by Jim Barry. And as he said, it's available through rootstockpublishing.com, but it's also Please check out his story as well and everything at jamesjberry.net and all that information will be on in the show notes. So, well thank you very much Jim. It was a, it was such a great pleasure to sit down and talk to you.
1: thank you.